and I'm back. I'm Calypso, and this is Down the Rabbit Hole. So, um, <laughs> let me start by saying I'm never, well, throughout this show, um, I don't want you to accept things that I say to be as fact. They're, these are all strictly uh, my opinions, and I didn't state that in the, the first episode that I did. But I want you to know that. Like, this is me just, like, riffing, completely uncensored, unedited me. Um, so I'm sitting in class, and I'm taking this uh, introduction to mass communications class, and we're talking about what I view as censorship. But anyways, uh, about changing the word in Huck Finn from nigger to slave. And I, f- and, you know, we talked about like, basically, re- this is something that's happening across the world, this idea of like rewriting history. And I don't understand what the need is to rewrite history. Let me be honest with you. I, but I, but maybe that's because I think that we should just give people information. Like, I can't believe I believe this, but I believe we should give people information and allow them to formulate their own opinions about the information. Um, but that's just like, they want to take certain parts of history out so we don't have to deal with them anymore. Um, but I think in the sense, just with like Huck Finn and taking out the N-word, I think it, it does a disservice to the artist. Um, this, when the book was written, it said nigger. And at that time, that was the word that was predominantly used. We, as a people, as a whole, might have an issue with that word now. But at that time, that word was completely acceptable. And I think we need to address our feelings towards that word because a word does not have the ability to control you or anything like that. You feel a certain way when that word is said because that's just how you feel. When I hear that word, I am not automatically offended. I am not automatically appalled. Um, And I think the context in which it's used affects how people view the word. If somebody goes to you and calls you a nigger, that's entirely different from somebody talking about it in a historical context. And I think when you read Huck Finn, that's the context in which you're reading it in. And, and to change that word is a, is a disservice. And um, one of the people in class was like, um, she goes, well, if we do change the word from nigger to slaves, at the end of the day, it's just going to be another time in history. It's just going to be another date on a timeline. But what does that say about us if we're going to just start changing things? It's not necessarily, I'm not even talking about, I mean, in a sense, yeah, I guess I am talking about rewriting history. We're trying to make it all better. You can't go back and like rubber stamp the past, you know, like, oh, well, now we're creating this, this new version of this book that isn't going to have that word and stuff like that, rather than confronting the issue of the word itself. Let's deal with our feelings towards the word. Um, rather than trying to act like the word doesn't exist. And if you're talking about nigger versus nigger, um, I mean, I think you should be equally offended by both words, in my opinion. Um, 
because all the nigga is is a is a reclaiming of the word nigger by people of color by well not people of color by um people of african-american descent i would say um people of color we're all uh people of color um but yeah that's all it is it's a it's it's a reclaiming of that word but i think that it doesn't necessarily help in my opinion i don't i don't like the word let's just not use the word period but i think we also have this fear of saying the word like oh my god um when uh django or whatever it was called came out people were like whoa like they use the n-word um and to actually say the word or um Oh, I forgot who it was. I think it was Mitt Romney. Um, they own the he owned a uh, his parents owned a like a rancher, like a something like that. And the name of the place was called Niggerhead and stuff like that. And oh my god, like people were appalled that people were actually saying the word. And it's like, okay, well, we how else do you say it? We to tiptoe around it does not help. We need to. We can't rewrite history. The word has um, some negative connotations with it, but I think when you look at it, like I said in Huck Finn, from a historical context or when you're talking about what slaves were called, um, you have to use the word. You can't tiptoe around the word, and it does a disservice to history to try and rewrite it and if you don't know your history which is the full unedited version of history which we will never have um you are bound to repeat it and you can see that constantly happening because we're we're trying to somehow like with this whole wave of being politically correct and like safe and trying to get people to see things that you know necessarily weren't there before we're ensuing issues that don't necessarily need to exist, in my opinion. But, anyways, I'm going off on a tangent about other things. Um, in regards to this changing the word in Huck Finn from nigger to slave, I think is wrong, 100%. And... While I understand that, like, it's a banned book, which I don't even think you should ban books. I don't understand how that's acceptable. All I think about is Fahrenheit 451 and stuff like that. Even with this change from uh, physical books to nooks and all the stuff, I'm not a big fan. Even audible books, audiobooks, I'm not a fan. I prefer my physical text. Um, I like to feel the book. I like to to take it in, I think for me personally, I read better, I connect more with it, and if I'm looking at it on the inter, <coughs> on the interweb, sorry about that, or something like that, I don't connect with it in the same way, I start like surfing the internet, and if I'm listening to it on audio, like I just can't get into it, you know what I'm saying, I just, I need to physically have the words, have the book, um, for myself, um, but I think, even in that sense of just like putting it on the interwebs, like people can hack things, they can change the way that something sounds, but you have a physical book, only way you can do that is by tearing out the pages. Um, when you have an audio book, you can choose not to say things and stuff like that. Also, I don't think necessarily think that the inflections are always uh, correct or anything like that. And 
you know, like I said, people can hack things, they can change things, they can omit things. And I think when you have this whole entire wave, like I see this as the beginning of Fahrenheit 451, after a point when everything's been digitized, um, are we going to need books anymore? Like that is to me the next question. Okay, so we have people who are trying to rewrite, already trying to rewrite it. Let's Huck Finn, nigger to slave. And then you have this huge surge of audiobooks and um, nooks and different things like that, which is like books on like tablets and stuff. When you are doing that, but then you have these changes that are happening and people are unaware of them. So like, how are you going to say this? Like the edited version of Huck Finn um, and stuff like that. Is that going to be on every single one of those books? Or is it just going to say, you know, just the regular Huck Finn, blah, you know, it's not, like that to me is an issue. I, th I think that if we continue down this path and we're constantly changing things and we're not uh, recognizing that they're changing and over and throughout time, throughout history, you know, people forget, you know, we constantly have, you know, memory lapses. And one day, what if people don't remember that the N-word nigger was in Huck Finn and there's no more books we've burned them all because we don't need them because everything's been digitized and of course we can touch trust everything that's digital you know it's just like um Denzel Washington played in uh what was that movie um legend or whatever where he's the blind guy which nobody knew he was blind until the end walking around with a bible that was in braille and there was this guy who was constantly that he escaped from that was looking for the bible you know like that to me was you know a permonition into the future that we need to keep this physical record and everybody should have access to it like we need to be uh keeping uh physical libraries not like defunding them and stuff like that um you can't put a price on knowledge and i think when you digitize it audio book it whatever even though people have access to it there is more of a chance that you can change you can manipulate the information to say what it is that you want to say you can take the bible for instance and this is like many books were written for the bible and the bible is just a collection of books that uh a group of people thought I mean, okay, they were priests, okay, they were members of the church, thought were good, but they promoted the message that they wanted to promote. So let's say Mary Magdalene, Judas Iscariot wrote books for what should have been included in the Bible, in my opinion, um, but they didn't meet the criteria, they didn't push the agenda that those people wanted to push, and so therefore they're not there. So Okay, well, I'm about to go off on a huge tangent about, like, my disdain for, like, uneducated people who are, like, religious. That's on a whole nother level. Save it for another day. Woo, bring it back together. But anyways, like, that, like, you can do the same thing if we don't have these physical copies. People can be promoting agendas, which is why you need to go out. You need to educate yourself. You need to... Seek the information because the information is available 
regardless of what people want you to believe. The information is available. You don't need to go to school for it. It is right there at your fingertips with the interweb, with libraries. You know, just do the research. Go deep. Go down the rabbit hole. You know, you can't just trust one thing you read. You can't just trust one thing that somebody says. Everything that I say, I hope you fact check it. And I hope if you find something different that you come and you be like, yo, um, you said this, that's not correct. I found this, this, and this. You know, go deep with it. You know what I'm saying? You constantly need to be adapting, changing your viewpoints based on what you learn. You can never stop learning and you can never become so content with one idea or one thought that you cannot accept when it becomes false. That's like people who believe the world is flat and there are still people out there who believe the world is flat. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've never been in outer space, um, you know, but I think if you keep going to the end of the earth, I don't necessarily think you're going to fall off, you know, but if the world was flat, wouldn't you think that's the way it would be? Like, wouldn't you fall off at some point? Wouldn't there be an end? But, you know, that's just me. You know, you have to be able to change your mind based on information that's presented and new information is constantly being presented and it is dangerous not to challenge those things if that was the case we would have very few medical advances if people never chose to challenge what already was but you're still working off the basis of what has already happened and you cannot rewrite what has already been you can only build on top of it which is why, let me go back to my original point, because there was a point to this. Although you will realize that I go on tangents so often, so often, um, that you can't rewrite history and it is dangerous to do so because while the people today might be aware of the history as generations continue and things are not being taught anymore um, and are not being taught necessarily clearly, um, which is, which is already happening. You can look at something like, um, Native American genocide is not something that's necessarily, yeah, like, yeah, they tell you about the trail of tears. Um, but there's a lot of things that are omitted about that, or you can even look at, um, internment camps, Japanese internment camps. I don't remember hearing that much about them or going into complete and utter detail. I definitely remember, uh, the Holocaust, and even um, slavery, I feel like, is more talked about than Native American genocide. Like, I don't hear nothing about that. And you think about it, if, if you live in California, you should have heard an awful lot about the different things that happen. Like, we're not just talking about, like, trail of tear status or smallpox blankets. We're talking about people being, like, children of Native Americans being kidnapped, mass slaughters happening in Humboldt County. Like, this is like Indians living on an island and like being killed. You know, like the fact that we are so unaware and the only thing that we can really remember is the Trail of Tears is really sad that history is already being, history is already being rewritten and there's so much that's omitted because we're not ready to handle it and by high school, like even in high school, we're not ready to handle it. In middle school, we're definitely not able to handle it. 
And then when we come to college, you get all this like, whoa, like, let's just drop some knowledge on you. Native American genocide. This is what this is what's going down. You know, history is already being constantly rewritten. My mom told me once that everyone has their truth. And I believe that wholeheartedly. That is the that is one thing that she definitely taught me. And she told me that my that she had a truth, my dad had a truth, my grandmother my grandmother's had a truth, my grandfather's had a truth. All the people around me have their truth based on their experience, based on the life, um, based on the things that they have heard from other people, based on their based on all these things that have happened to them that they have uh, experienced and different things like that. And from that, they have formulated their truth. And from them and my own uh, want to seek knowledge, I would formulate my own truth. And my, my truth will be a mix of my actions, a mix of the people who raised me, a mix of the interactions that I had with people both in my uh, close-knit family group or friend group based on like the also the outside world, based on media. All these different things contribute to my truth and all I can do is share that truth. It doesn't mean that my truth is more true than anybody else's. We all have a truth. And at the end of the day, we will never truly know all of history. It's been it 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 has been rewritten, but I think to contribute to it is dangerous. To contribute to it is dangerous. Because it is, it is constantly happening. It's like people believing that we are in like a post-racial society. We are not there. It's like people saying that slavery was great. People loved it. Um, ev- back then, everybody got along. You know, uh, history's already being rewritten. People are already saying things that are completely outrageous, teaching it to their kids and stuff like that. So... I think to contribute to it in this way, especially to take a, a book that, number one, I don't think should be banned, um, to take it and then change it just so people can read it. They're reading something that's false. It's not the reality. You're feeding people false calories. You're telling people to formulate an opinion By changing that one word, you've changed the whole entire context of that book. You know, you you cannot do that. It's not the reality. It's not, it doesn't give out that same kind of message. Kids need to be in class. They need to read it and they need to feel uncomfortable. They need to have questions. And we need teachers that are okay answering those questions. You know, and if they're not, they shouldn't be fucking teaching. And if the kids are uncomfortable, they should be uncomfortable and they need to realize that that era was a reality that there was a time where there were there and multiple times throughout history where people were not where there were people who were not treated as people and that is the reality and if we can't accept that and if we can't get down with that we have a problem we need to deal with that we need to accept that not everything is peaches and cream okay i went off on a little bit of a tangent very much so but i'm gonna call it 
a night. This has been Down the Rabbit Hole, Episode 2. I will see you again soon. And stay positive. The world is beautiful. See you next time. I'm Calypso. This has been Down the Rabbit Hole.